All right. Good morning. I'm Pastor Gillespie from St. John Evangelical Lutheran Church and School, Sherman Center. We're in Random Lake, Wisconsin. Good to have you with us here on this December 21st, 2020. Today is the feast day for St. Thomas the Apostle. So we'll recognize him today. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Say our memory verse for this week. When the kindness and love of God our Savior toward man appeared, not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us. Titus 3, verses 4 through 5. Our psalm this week is Psalm 103. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquity, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit, who crowns you with steadfast love and mercy, who satisfies you with good, so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord works righteousness and justice for all who are oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses, his acts to the people of Israel. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. He will not always chide, nor will he keep his anger forever. He does not deal with us according to our sins, nor repay us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his steadfast love toward those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far does he remove our transgressions from us. As a father shows compassion to his children, so the Lord shows compassion to those who fear him. For he knows our frame, he remembers that we are dust. As for man, his days are like grass. He flourishes like a flower of the field. For the wind passes over it, and it is gone, and its place knows it no more. But the steadfast love of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting on those who fear him, and his righteousness to children's children, to those who keep his covenant and remember to do his commandments. The Lord has established his throne in the heavens, and his kingdom rules over all. Bless the Lord, O you his angels. You mighty ones who do his word, obeying the voice of his word. Bless the Lord all his hosts, his ministers who do his will. Bless the Lord all his works, in all places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Our first reading today is from Ephesians chapter 4, and then 11, 4 verse 7, and then 11 through 16. But to each one of us grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. 
And he gave, he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers, for the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure and stature of the fullness of Christ, that we should no longer be children, tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men in the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting, but speaking the truth in love, may grow up in all things into him who is the head, Christ, from whom the whole body, joined and knit together by what every joint supplies, according to the effective working by which every part does its share, causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. This is a quite famous verse. So we hear it every installation and ordination uh, for those in the pastoral ministry. I think we often he- hear it in the context of teachers being installed in the congregation as well. And that's because of verse 11 and 12, for he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers, right? So you note that these offices are given by the Lord himself, right? He puts um, men, women, children, whatever, into these offices generally. Uh, I think all the offices listed here are men, actually, apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. That's one office, by the way, pastors, teachers. Now, the and is added in English. Anyway, I have to get into why. But note that all of these offices are not a matter of uh, higher status or authority. I mean, they do have higher authority, um, but status, power, domination, um, or maybe they have a close or better seat in heaven or something like that. But they're all given by God for a particular purpose, right? That you be built up into the perfect man, into the fullness of Christ, that you not be tossed to and fro like children are by winds of doctrine and change, right? Or trickery of men or cunning and deceitful plotting by the devil, right? But rather that you would all, by hearing the truth being spoken in love, for you, by those whom God has given you to speak to you, that you would grow up into him, right? Each body supplying its part, right? So while the emphasis here is on the apostolic pastoral ministry in particular, um, that doesn't degrade all the other offices that God gives within the church. Um, The hearers of God's words are not somehow lesser than the preachers of God's words, for example. Um, But actually the preacher, if he has no one to hear, cannot preach. Right, and the body of Christ is not built up. Right, so um, all have their their role, their authority, their their uh, givenness by by the Lord. Uh, embrace that givenness, rejoice in it, just as we do in the family too. Not everyone can be father or mother. Right, um, they each are uniquely given by the Lord's doing. All right, the gospel reading for the feast of Saint Thomas is from John chapter twenty. Now Thomas, called the twin, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. The other disciples therefore said to him, We have seen the Lord. So he said to them, Unless I see in his hands the print of the nails, and put my finger into the print of the nails, and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. And after eight days his disciples were again inside, and Thomas with them. Jesus came, the doors being shut, and stood in the midst, and said, Peace to you. Then he said to Thomas, reach your finger here and look at my hands and reach your hand here and put it in my side. Do not be unbelieving, but believing. Then Thomas answered and said to him, my Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Thomas, because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet believed. All right. 
So uh, let me read a little bit about Thomas. Thomas, well, let's go back a bit. All four Gospels mention Thomas as one of the 12 disciples of Jesus. John's Gospel, which names him the twin, or Didymus, uses Thomas's questions to reveal truths about Jesus. It's Thomas who says, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? To this question, Jesus replies, I am the way, the truth, and the life. John 14, 5 through 6. John's Gospel also tells how Thomas, on the evening of the day of Jesus' resurrection, doubts the report of Jesus's of the disciples that they had seen Jesus. Later, quote unquote, doubting Thomas becomes, quote unquote, believing Thomas when he confesses Jesus as, quote, my Lord and my God. According to tradition, Thomas traveled eastward after Pentecost, eventually reaching India, where still today a group of people call themselves Christians of St. Thomas. Thomas was martyred for the faith, being spared to death. Our antiphon for today is this. O day spring, splendor of light everlasting, come and enlighten those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death. Meditation from Dr. Martin Luther. I would certainly like to praise music with all my heart as the excellent gift of God which it is and to commend it to everyone. Next to the word of God, music deserves the highest praise. She is a mistress and governess of those human emotions to pass over the animals, which as masters govern men or more often overwhelm them. No greater commendation than this can be found, at least not by us, for whether you wish to comfort the sad, to terrify the happy, to encourage the despairing, to humble the proud, to calm the passionate, or to appease those full of hate, and who could number all these masters of the human heart, namely, the emotions, inclinations, and affections that impel men to evil or good, what more effective means than music could you find? The Holy Ghost himself honors her as an instrument for his proper work, when in his holy scriptures, he asserts that through her his gifts were instilled in the prophets, namely, in the inclination to all virtues, as can be seen in Elisha, 2 Kings 3. On the other hand, she serves to cast out Satan, the instigator of all sins, as is shown in Saul, the king of Israel, 1 Samuel 16. Thus, it was not without reason that the fathers and prophets wanted nothing else to be associated as closely with the word of God as music. Therefore, we have so many hymns and psalms where message and music join to move the listener's soul, while in other living beings and sounding bodies, music remains a language without words. After all, the gift of language combined with the gift of song was only given to man to let him know that he should praise God with both word and music, namely, by proclaiming the word of God through music and by providing sweet melodies with words. All right, famous quote from Luther. And a helpful one. All right, given that we celebrate the incarnation of our Lord this week, it's fitting for us to also confess the second article and its explanation. Say it with me. And I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence, he will come to judge the living and the dead. What does this mean? I believe that Jesus Christ, true God, begotten of the Father from eternity, and also true man, born of the Virgin Mary, is my Lord, who has redeemed me, a lost and condemned person, 
purchased and won me from all sins, from death, and from the power of the devil, not with gold or silver, but with his holy, precious blood, and with his innocent suffering and death, that I may be his own, and live under him in his kingdom, and serve him in everlasting righteousness, innocence, and blessedness, just as he is risen from the dead, lives and reigns to all eternity. This is most certainly true. We pray. Heavenly Father, you have given us your only begotten Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary, to redeem us from sin, death, and the power of the devil. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried, taking all the punishment that we deserved for our sin upon himself. He descended into hell, proclaiming his victory over the devil. And on the third day he rose again from the dead, preaching the forgiveness of sins and the promise of eternal life in his name to the whole world. We give thanks to you for all that your Son has done for us. Help us to know and believe in Jesus. He has now ascended into heaven and sits at your right hand as our Savior and Lord. All the enemies of sin, death, and hell have been placed under his feet, and he now rules over all things for the sake of his church. Give us fervent faith in Jesus and the blessed hope that he will come again to judge the living and the dead, giving the gift of eternal salvation to all who believe in him. Through the same Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. On this Monday, we pray for faith to live in the promises of holy baptism. Pray for all vocations and daily work. Pray for the unemployed, for the salvation and well-being of our neighbors, for our schools, our homeschools, our colleges and seminaries, and for good government and peace. We pray that you give to all people concord and peace. We pray, Lord, preserve our land from discord and strife, to give our country his protection in every time of need, that he direct and defend our president and all in authority, that he bless and protect our magistrates and all our people, that he watch over and help all who are in danger, necessity, and tribulation, that he protect and guide all who travel, that he grant all women with child and all mothers with infant children increasing happiness in their blessings, and that he defend all orphans and widows and provide for them. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Pray for those, I pray with those, who celebrate their birthday yesterday, uh, Robert and Aaron, today James, Joshua, and Lindsay. Pray with those who celebrated yesterday their anniversary, Mike and Alicia. Yeah, Susan and Ken, who celebrate their recovery. We ask the Lord grant his healing touch to those who are ill, receiving treatment, or recovering. Marcella, Jan, Kelsey, Reverend Herzog, Billy, Joe, Brad, Janet, and Timothy, Pastor Lindau, Sandy, Linda, Joan, Ken, Roman, and Penny. Pray the Lord be with our homebound, Bev, David, Willis, and Janice, and Mickey, and that he bless the work of A Place of Refuge and Sheboygan County Hispanic Outreach. For all this, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Prayer collect for this week. Stir up your power, O Lord, and come and help us by your might, that the sins which weigh us down may be quickly lifted by your grace and mercy. For you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. And we pray. Almighty and ever-living God, you strengthened your apostle Thomas with firm and certain faith in the resurrection of your Son. Grant us such faith in Jesus Christ, our Lord our, and our God, that we may never be found wanting in your sight. Through the same Jesus Christ who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.
Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. I thank you, my heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept me this night from all harm and danger, and I pray that you would keep me this day also from sin and every evil, that all my doings in life may please you. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul, and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, that the evil foe may have no power over me. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. All right. We have a lovely Christmas hymn here for this week. And again, uh, the bold stanza, stanza one and two are our memory, memory verse. But I think we'll sing the whole thing this morning just to get it in our ears. Oh. 
That concludes our Congregation of Prayer for today, December 21st, 2020, Monday. My Lord be with you all and give you a blessed day. Uh, Join us again tomorrow morning, Tuesday, for Congregation of Prayer. Also Wednesday morning, Congregation of Prayer. And then Thursday, uh, we will, well, we might have Congregation of Prayer in the morning. We'll see how things go. Um, But in the evening is our divine service for the Nativity of our Lord. That will be at 7 p.m. and should be streaming as well. And then Christmas Day, Friday, uh, join us at 9.30 a.m. And then uh, Saturday, we'll celebrate St. Stephen Martyr, as we always do on the day after Christmas. So, Lord be with you all, and we'll see you again in the morning.